Hello, and thank you once again for tuning in to the Reptile Living Room. I'm your host, as always, John F. Taylor. And in today's episode, we have a really, really special treat, at least a special treat for me, but I'm sure you'll agree. Uh, we actually get to talk to Ned Bruja. Uh, you might be familiar with him from the show Skunk Whisperer uh, from the Animal Planet. Uh, <clears throat> there's, just a, there's a lot of things that I want to say uh, that I won't say. Uh, a lot of things are covered in the interview. It's a great show. Uh, Ned basically rescues animals, uh, literally with no traps, no, you know, with the least amount of stress to the animal that can possibly be induced. That's what Ned does. The guy's a freaking genius, in my opinion. So, anyway, we're going to talk to Ned uh, today, not only about his show and uh, what happened with that, but most importantly, well, I don't know, they're of equal importance to me, uh, the rattlesnake roundups. He's really super highly involved in getting these uh, rattlesnake roundups stopped. So, without further ado, here is Skunk Whisperer Ned Bruja on the Reptile Living Room. Basically, today, folks, I've uh, been given a real treat. Um, not sure. If, I really don't want to mention the channel that the the show that I originally saw was on because that channel is basically a piece of crap, just like it's always proven to be. But we'll get to that later. Anyway, the gentleman that's joining me tonight is also as, uh, known as Ned Bruja. You may know him as the Skunk Whisperer from the Animal Planet. And uh, was basically officially the only, the uh, last show that I ever watched on Animal Planet. Because Ned actually knows what he's doing. It's an amazing thing. So, Ned, uh, welcome to the Reptile Living Room, sir. How's the, uh, how's the day find you? <laughs> Wonderful. Wonderful. Awesome. Fresh awesome. back from vacation and... Uh, ready to play with animals. Fantastic. Now, how did you get started playing with animals? <laughs> let's, get, let's get started there first. Well, I, I think I think it basically was a hobby that turned into a living. When I was about seven years old, mm-hmm. I uh, played in the backyard up in Wisconsin, and we had chipmunks there. Oh, wow. And some people call them chipmunks, some people call them 13 line ground squirrels, some call right. them a switch, uh, a swing blade. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they have they have incredible tunneling systems all over the place, and they're dangerous uh, with cattle, horses, and sheep, and okay. livestock, because they'll get their feet caught in there. Right. But me as a little kid, I took mom, mom's little flower trowel, and I blocked off one hole, and I wanted to exhume it and see what it's living around uh because I, who, who wouldn't yeah I mean, pretty much. It's, it's a chipmunk they make cool noises and they run around as quick and as energetically as i do i want to know what these, this guy's living room looks like so i'm digging it up and it popped me in the forehead and i ended up getting ringworm there oh my uh, God. and i jokingly say i've been after the guys ever since but my back i grew up in an old one-room schoolhouse Oh, okay. And our uh, backyard was the uh, the town cemetery. Wow. So it doubled as a town hall. My, my folks uh, bought this place. The one-room schoolhouse remodeled it into my childhood home. Mm-hmm. It is out in the boondocks uh, in Fort Atkinson, Hebron area, Wisconsin. And I had massive areas to roam. The graves would eventually sink. Right. over the years and the chipmunks were burrowing in there wow. and my father said 
uh, when he issued me my uh, Crossman pellet rifle, which all kids get, right. and a, a live trap, and he says, those, those animals are desecrating those graves. You need to take care of those. And a month later or so, he says, you still have them in there. And I said, yeah, you can't keep up with these things, you know? <laughs> so, and they, they have still have the tunneling system, so others are going to move into it. I mean, they're territorial, and why wouldn't they? Right, they right. Breed like rabbits, so so to speak. <laughs> and uh, so he took me up to the chicken coop, which had chicken wire and galvanized uh, corrugated steel and so forth horizontally below the the ground, which made it so that the chicken coop was wildlife proof. So that coyotes and badger couldn't dig in there and kill the chickens or take the eggs. Right. And we went to the mink shed and grabbed the, some hardware cloth or woven wire. We laid it on top of the graves and dumped dirt on top of these sunken graves. And the chipmunks couldn't dig through that hardware cloth. Uh-huh. And so they were wildlife fruits. I look back at that and I'm like, I was getting taught how to think outside the box <laughs> at a young, young age. Right. But right. when I got back from Afghanistan, I said, you know, I want to do something that I really enjoy doing for a living. Nobody gets to do that. And I started part time and I was just, oh man, I can't wait until I'm doing this full time. And here we are with a bunch of trucks on the road, different offices, playing with animals and saving lives every single day yeah you know and that's one of the biggest things that got to me you know um when a friend of our uh actually turned out a mutual friend of ours uh ray autry had mentioned you know oh you got to watch this guy on animal planet you know and i'm like animal who hell no i'm not watching animal planet they disgust me they you know they're i've heard it referred to as the animal cruelty channel you know there's no way i'm gonna watch this he's like no dude this guy's different i promise you and, you know, so I'm like, okay, you know, I'll watch one. And I think it was the episode um, where a young owl or something like that had been caught. Or no, it was a raccoon, I think, up in the eaves or something like that. And uh, you had, you know, basically taken the animal out, whether it was a raccoon or owl, I can't recall off the top of my head. But uh, you had taken the animal out, put it into a, um, a cat carrier, and then took it to a rehabilitation facility. I was floored. I was like, wow, you mean he didn't just take it out of the house and, like, huck it? <laughs> you know, like you see everybody else do. Here, fly, you know. <laughs> huck it up in the air and, you know, hope it makes it. I mean, that, that just floors me. And now, to my understanding, this is what you do for all the animals that you guys... We do, we do not trap and we do not kill. We do not relocate on a daily <laughs> basis as part of our methods. Now, yeah. it, little caveat is if you leave your garage door open and your house door open and you get a skunk or a badger or what have you roaming in your house and I can't walk it out the door Mm -hmm. um, and that sounds silly but we do it all the time it's a lot quicker and easier to walk them out and guide them towards the door than having it then setting a trap but if I can't I'm going to leave a trap behind I think we've done that once in the last couple years or so Um, But no, or typically no traps, uh, no relocation. If we end up 
separating a uh, young animal from its uh, parental unit. Mm -hmm. uh, we feel as though we failed or humans in general have failed in some way. Right, right. Uh, I wanted the biggest and most reputable classroom when it came to uh, animals. I wanted something, that, a network that was well known mm -hmm. when it came to animals. It, there's not many networks like that out there. What Animal Planet did was they had the very first show mm -hmm. that showed truly humane wildlife removal and prevention. Oh yeah, yeah. As soon as I as soon as I saw that first episode, I recorded every single one that ever came on, and you know I was glued to it because I was like, man, this is this is insane. These people are actually going out and actually rescuing the animals without relocation because, as yourself and I know, when you relocate an animal, the chances of survival drop dramatically because that's not their home territory. Exactly. They, they all animals want right. is three or four things. They want food, water, shelter, and one time a year, uh, with most of them, they want to have sex. Right. So, <laughs> squirrels, they're a little different. They want to do it twice a year. Uh, but that's all they want. And if you go and relocate them into another animal's territory, where food, water, and shelter is already spoken for, well, now it's going to get pushed out, shoved out, starved out within X number of days. Right. The research shows that. Yeah. So how can you go and feel warm and fuzzy anymore? Right. The first, the first quote unquote bunny huggers in our industry were those who were trapping and relocating. Uh, they were looked at, uh, looked on as bunny huggers or animal rights or PETA or whatever you want to call it. Right. Right. Uh, they were the they were the liberal Democrat trappers or whatever you want to say. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then we came along with this. There's only a dozen companies in the United States who do not and will not trap or kill as part of their methods. Wow. Uh, I should actually say U.S. and Canada um, combined. No, it's not something that's normal. And the public does not know it's available. So having a television show advocating what I refer to as truly humane wildlife control, or no trap, no kill, yeah. it, 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 it was history making. It, it's incredible. Well, I know, for myself for one, I never knew that that was even available. You know, because <clears throat> here where I live in California, you know, people find a rattlesnake in their yard and they immediately either A, get a shovel, or B, get a, you know, call the fire department which will then, you know, before now, generally speaking, they would call animal control, and animal control would come out and destroy the animal. You know, yep. whereas now, generally, they'll call someone like myself to, you know, hey, you know, we, you know, the fire department will call us and say, hey, we just got this uh, call for a rattlesnake. Do you want to, you know, come and pick it up and put it back where it belongs? <laughs> you know, <laughs> and we'll drive it around the corner, you know, so the client can't see us and, you know, and we'll drop it off in the field, most likely where it came from, you know, and the client's never the wiser. <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially with rattlesnakes. I mean, we, we do have the, I mean, to the extreme dislike from our industry, the trapping uh, and relocation industry, I say that loosely. Yeah. Uh, 
they don't care for the fact that I have all of the relocation research on our website. Right. I'll, especially the squirrel stuff, uh, squirrel relocations, because it's uh, it's it's brutal. It's horrible. And yeah. one of the one of the big the quote unquote big box wildlife control companies in the United States mm-hmm. that's all over uh, was part of that research. And oh. then they then everybody's trying to hide it because it was so horrible. Right. And they say, and then they, I make it, I make it rear its ugly head, and they're, well, it's inconclusive, it's this, that, and I, no, they call it what it is. The animals are dying within two weeks. Ugh. Yeah. you supplied them for it, and now you don't want the, the research to be shown. Right. Now, the trans, and I bring that up because with the, they also have it with the translocation, there's a paper with the research on the translocation translocation of rattlesnake hmm. and uh, we have that posted on our website also under our uh, animal relocation studies right right now um, speaking of rattlesnakes you're not <clears throat> just one of these uh, companies that rescues all the cute and fuzzy stuff you know that's something no. else that was kind of impressive to me is you know whether it's a bird of prey you know or a goose that wants to you know rip your face off <laughs> You know? Exactly. I'm sorry, but that goose was hilarious. <laughs> Which one? The one that tried to go back inside after you had moved him outside. Um, you know, I think you were in a business park or something like that. Oh yeah. And, editing uh, can make it. Editing can make it really dramatic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but if there's something that's action packed, it's a goose. It's a goose. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, My dad I, had some experiences with I just helped so. out with one. Uh, just yesterday, people were feeding it white bread. No. Uh, it has metabolic bone disorder. It's I bet. in this parking lot. It can't move because its bones have all seized up because they can't grow properly because they don't have the proper nutrition. Right. And it, it might only have one leg, but you know, that feces covered goose can raise up in the air and hurt yourself. Oh, yeah. And make you stink. <laughs> So that's very, very fresh uh, in my memory how wonderful those geese are because I just helped one out yesterday. But no, uh, I don't care if it's a bat or a snake. All animals in my eyes are cool. What I do for a living, what we do for a career is cool. We get to, quote, unquote, play with animals. Right. And our business by design saves them. And rattlesnakes uh, really caught my eye. It was, I believe, last fall, fall of 2000, I guess fall before, fall of 2010, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken, I was going through a uh, website in, in Oklahoma here, and who's, this person is asked to be unnamed, Okay. and this person had a photograph of a rattlesnake having stitches taken out of its mouth. And I said, what the heck is this? Right. When I'm reading and they're talking about rattlesnake roundups, and I said, why, but why is she having to remove stitches from its mouth? What happened to it? Why was it, was it injured that it got stitched up? And who would be silly enough to stitch up a rattlesnake? Somebody really cares about these animals to give a rattlesnake stitches and would it really work with the scales? I don't get this. And wouldn't they stress out? All these questions are on mine. And so I Googled rattlesnake 
roundup in Oklahoma, and I was slapped in the face with so much ignorance. Right. It was incredible, and I was, I became just flat out furious. Right. I, I couldn't believe it. I said, this is where we live and do business, and we deal with animals for a living. And these people are rounding them up, and they're taking their mouths and sewing them shut. I had no idea. And I know that if I didn't know that a large portion of the U.S., or world for that matter, doesn't know that tens of thousands of people attend these things every gosh darn year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it, it just... It, Blows my mind, and I, I, I said right then. I said this within two years. This will end in Oklahoma, one way or another. I, 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 I have to do something because if I stand by and don't do anything at all, it's, it's endorsement as far as I, uh, as I'm concerned. Right. Very definitely. But I'm not opinionated. I'm not opinionated at all. <laughs> now, most recently. In regards to the rattlesnake roundups, uh, a video came out um, through uh, Rise Against Rattlesnake Roundups, and I believe it might even be on your own site. Is it? Or yeah, okay. yes. Um, there's links to it off of our website. Uh, it's actually on our YouTube site. Uh, okay. Ray helped out it incredibly with that, mm-hmm. and I I was supposed to have some. I was supposed to have a lot of help filming everything that I did mm-hmm. on a daily basis whenever I was in, in and out of uniform, and I made the decision to go to the Warica, and uh, I was going for reasons we won't discuss. I I was told I was going by myself uh. with my own personal video camera, right, and. Somebody went to set me up with a snake rehabber or a snake rescue here in Oklahoma to go with. I said, yeah, that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. And that person thought I was blowing smoke when I said that this film crew that had been following me around wasn't coming with. Right, right. And said, you gotta be, you got to be lying. They'd be silly not to take the story. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, he... I, he went and told everybody that I was coming. Right. And I said, really? You just told the world that I'm going to go and get undercover. I'm going to go and take footage and, and expose what they're doing. And you put that on Facebook. Are you freaking nuts? Ugh. Take that down immediately. Right. And I said, I don't want to get my butt killed. We're not talking about Cinderella uh, and the Seven Dwarves at these events. <laughs> yeah. people, these, I mean, we're talking tens of thousands of people that I'm going to be making, taking video of felonies taking place right in front of them, animal cruelty felonies, in hopes that the footage will put them in jail for a felony and totally change the way the animals are treated at these events. And he said, whatever. So uh, everybody advised me, including my attorney, don't go. Uh, this time and just wait till the next one. Mm-hmm. So I've missed out on Morica. Uh, we went to Okeen uh, with help mm-hmm. uh, and it, it was just unreal. Between Ray's footage and the footage that we took, uh, it, it was a very rude awakening. Nasty, horrible video. 
that both of us took, very rough, raw, and thrown into a simple dime store uh, video editing program mm-hmm. that any buddy can buy for a hundred bucks or less, or you can use Movie Maker. We wanted to do it in a manner where people didn't think that you had to have some big fancy film crew with you to right. make a difference in this world. Right. You don't. Any average joke stand up and help do the right thing, period. Right. And if you give a darn about the world that you're living in, it's your responsibility to do so. I mean, each of us were put here for something. Anybody listening to this obviously either, uh, uh, I mean, loves snakes or uh, reptiles in general right. or is a rattlesnake roundup participant wanting to hear what we're saying. Right. And exactly. I mean, we intend to shut them down as they currently know them, period. Yeah. There is no way possible, once we're done pressuring all of the lawmakers here in Oklahoma, mm-hmm. that it can continue. Now, it is best to take and try to get case law and change law mm-hmm. uh, from the coasts and go on into the heartland. Right. And we do have some things going against us. We're in the heartland. We're right. not just the heartland. We're the buckle of the Bible belt. Yeah. Oklahoma. Yeah. And so it's going to be a little bit tougher. I mean, all of our DAs, uh, all the district attorneys in the areas where these roundups are taking place, mm-hmm. where we have the video proof of felony, uh, they know. They were sent letters. They are ignoring calls and letters uh, about the video. Uh, there's no charges being made. Our governor is in the same boat. And for that matter, the uh, Oklahoma Department uh, of who, who makes the laws, they, they, they know about it. They were the first people who got my, I got their red receipts back. Where they were the first people, the, the investigation. So they're very well aware of what's happening at these events. But who's going to prosecute? Who's going to be the bad guy? Right. It's, it's, I mean, it's a little while until the next election's coming around, but who's going to go and shut down a charity event or a money-making event even right. and get called a bunny hugger? That, they're not going to win a popularity contest is what they're thinking. Right, Exactly. Now, so now, people like myself out here in California, what would you suggest that, that you know, what can we do? You know, because a lot of times we, you know, it's just like the starving kids in Africa, you know, kind of thing. Oh, well, you know, what's my $1 going to do or what's my one phone call going to do? You know, I'm too far away. It's the whole out of sight, out of mind thing. And I don't think people realize that, you know, this has huge impacts, whether you're, you know, in the middle of it or even you know far away from it it's still going to impact you um, it, it, I don't care if you're in Egypt I don't care if you're in Japan or you're California, New York, wherever a phone call helps Right. a letter helps it doesn't cost anything the yeah. easiest is a phone call in the states mm-hmm. and cell phones it doesn't cost hardly anything at all Right. and call in the next week. Nobody doing nothing will accomplish nothing. 
you shoot the gator, you pull it in, it's done. That's all there is to it. But these guys have to make this huge production out of it. So, ugh, God, this is so freaking disgusting to me. Something uh, was, somebody made me look at everything in a different angle. And it, it really makes sense. And television programs are on TV because of popularity. Right. Okay. And people wanting to watch them. Yeah. I think it's called Nielsen ratings, uh, which gauge how many people have the TV on what channel and how long and what time, so on and so forth. Is, it, is that correct? I believe so. I think you're right. Well, when they see people, more people watching that, they know what the public wants to see. People want to see that stuff, obviously. Otherwise, it would not be on television. Where are we as a, 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 a human species to want to go and see stuff like Snapperfest and Rattlesnake Round Us? It's, it's not cool. I, mean, I, I won't have it in Oklahoma. Just because a person is in California or New York or Texas or Wisconsin, it, it doesn't matter. This is going on in many different states across the U.S. Right. This is not just an Oklahoma issue. No, and it's If we can not. get change here, we can get some case law going. Right. Um, right. And, you know, because I know there is uh, no-kill roundups, too, that are actually in existence as well, where, you know, no rattlesnakes are killed. They're, you know, captured and then, you know, re-released exactly where they were at. Not that that's, you know, that much better, but at least they're not being, you know, slaughtered by the, you know, thousands. We are not asking or demanding for them to not have their festivals. Right. We're just asking them to turn their roundups into rattlesnake festivals. An educational I, series. It would be so easy, so easy to turn it into an educational event. Right. Simply, I mean, Let's at least bare minimum get rid of the felonies. Okay, and when we're talking about felonies, what are we talking about? What specifically is wrong at these events? Well, taking a rattlesnake and placing it into a freezer for a couple hours to slow it down so that you're able to handle it and sew its mouth shut, that's a felony. Right. That is felony animal cruelty by definition in black and white in Oklahoma, quote unquote, animal felony cruelty, imprisonment, and fine is dictated for that. So then the next part is taking that animal, and why would they go and sew its mouth shut? So you can have pictures taken with it. Well, now we're parading around and being proud of and being willing to pay money to have your photograph with you and your little children with a animal with its mouth sewn shut. Wow. That upsets me beyond belief that we as a species can do that to another species. That is just unreal. And that you're educating your children to do it. Yeah. Now, granted, snakes don't all need to have food and water every single day. Right. Okay? But rattlesnake roundups generally three plus days. 
and they're placed into a very stressful environment, into a, a pit of sorts with steep walls that they can't get out of, under tents or out in the open where it keeps the general public away from them, mm-hmm. but they leave uh, large numbers of these things, sometimes over a hundred, in this quote-unquote pit of death, or they have different names for them. Well, there's no food there, and there's no water, and there's no shelter. Why would that matter? Well, that's a felony. Right. Okay? Regardless of whether or not they need it, the law in black and white is you cannot deny those animals from food, water, or shelter. Shelter. Right. And if you remember earlier in our conversation, those are the three essential things that, I mean, the three things that wildlife wants. Right. Food, water, and shelter. Yeah. Well, the problem with not giving them food and water is, yeah, they might need it. Who knows how long they were in captivity prior to the event. Some of these animals are getting checked in illegally from different states. Uh, they could have been, many of these animals are being left in wooden boxes or cages for months and months at a time being fed so that they can win different contests. So some of the animals are just totally misidentified because people can't even tell what species it is. I mean, when they see a copperhead and they're calling it uh, cottonmouth, what have you, uh, really? This is definitely not an educational event. Point being in regards to the shelter is snakes, such as your rattlesnake, are not supposed to be in direct sunlight all the time. They need shelter from sun. It is not right. They they were not intended to be out all day Sunday. It right. doesn't happen. No. Wow. So when your tent is sitting on black pavement and you have a white tent and the light is shining through it all day long, you are in broad light. There is no shelter for them whatsoever in any way, shape, or form. Got the only shelter there is the shadow of the people hovering over them, picking them up, picking them up the and playing around, throwing them, dropping them. It's unreal. Wow, that's insane. And you and you've actually gone out and witnessed this and videotaped it, and now exactly. You know, Ray had the uh, Ray had the best best uh, video because the event I went to. Uh, I say this. And it sounds horrible, but unfortunately, they did not have an animal with its mouth sewn shut there. Um, we had different plans mm-hmm. uh, should we find that, and right. we had we had we had other plans. Right. And uh, hindsight's twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that they did not have an animal there, and I'm glad that we had a chance to just get this video out out uh, this year. Uh, we do not have. Uh, any convictions or any changes in the roundups policies by then, we'll deal with that accordingly at that time frame. Uh, this will come to a head if changes are not made. Oh man! So now, so where do we go from here? I mean, do we again writing letters, phone calls, anything else? Well, we could suggest them. Yes, yes. I think that we need to continue. Uh, writing letters. I think that the next step is 
going to have to be taken care of on a private forum where we discuss the next steps, where uh, Rattlesnake Roundup participants and our lawmakers cannot uh, listen in or see exactly what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. I think that uh, from this point forward, it, it's nothing but a bunch of bunny hugger whining right. uh, in their eyes. And we're just going to have to make the eyes open up a little bit wider. We'll right. have to pay attention. And we don't need to be discussing that stuff in public. Right. If I, I, I'm going to strongly encourage people to uh, try to continue the letter writing and calling. If it is legal in your state to call somebody and record your conversation, mm -hmm. do it. Right. There is to have the state of Oklahoma lawmakers, one of the district attorneys or our governor, on record saying uh, we don't care they're snakes or how are we supposed to control what everybody's doing? Uh, it'd be beautiful to have our lawmakers say, "How are we supposed to control our people?" I think I think that would be a beautiful statement to have one of them make in public. Right, <laughs> right. Man, so now, not to bring up a sore subject, but you know, I'm sure people are going to ask, and people have asked me because they knew I was, you know, a couple of people asked me, I should say, that uh, you know knew that I was going to be interviewing you. So now with the, you know getting canceled on Animal Planet, I mean, obviously you're still going to be in business and you're still going to do, you know, the great work that you're doing, but how, you know, how would we get you back on television to spread the word around of, you know, what's actually correct and what's not correct and, you know. First of all, I don't believe that the term is canceled. Okay. Um, we were, uh, uh, we were scheduled to just be having repeats on. They we filmed for two years. Wow. We signed for twelve we signed for eighteen episodes. Okay. We filmed uh considerable but more than what was on the television. There's a lot of footage still out there. We are in, our entertainment attorney is working with them to see what can and can't and should and should not be done. And we're expressing our desires back and forth. Mm -hmm. So that's where it's at right now. Uh, we will be back, mark my word. And I, I always get what I want. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's well right there. So, if you work hard, and, hard enough for it, I mean, you're just going to get it. Right, I mean, right. I, I said, I mean, nobody's untouchable or unreachable, period. Right. Everybody that you see on TV puts their pants on just like everybody else. Right. Nobody special. They just had a mission. Yeah. I wanted a big classroom. I, 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 I sought out the biggest classroom. I said I will not settle for any other network, other than uh, Animal Planet Discovery. Right. Period. Right. Um, Man, that's that's awesome. I'm sorry. That's just. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad that uh, you know <clears throat> that. Um, you know, I at least got to see the episodes that, you know, that were released to the public anyway. Um, definitely look forward to seeing you in the future here when I come out to uh, Oklahoma to uh, witness some of these roundups myself. Beautiful. We'd love to have you at this roundup. 
Yeah, because what uh, a couple of us out here in California have some plans to uh, get out that way uh, this year and uh, take some footage of our own and you know basically support uh, any way we can because, like you said, it's just ridiculous. I mean, there's felonies going on all, all over the place. There's cops walking around not doing a stupid thing about them, you know. And that's the thing that kind of bothered me is I, you know, and I've heard from reliable witnesses that there's, you know, police or sheriffs or, you know, whatever law enforcement walking around and these felonies are being committed and no one's doing anything. And I'm like, that's just, that's not Beautiful. possible. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'd like to uh, get a private forum of sorts going so we can discuss something like this. It is right. not. It is not going to be constructive to go in there with, anti-rattlesnake roundup shirts and yeah. uh, act, acting like fools in an unorganized manner. Right, and right, exactly. Uh, if people were to shoot me an email at in, <clears throat> at uh, Ned Bruja, N-E-D, B as in boy, R-U-H-A, at cox.net, mm-hmm. C-O-X dot N-E-T, drink water here. <laughs> Phone calls coming in today were incredible. <laughs> Lose your voice after a bit. Yeah, exactly. Um, at Ned Bruja at Cox.net. I'm going to drill you and uh, figure out, make certain that you're not a roundupper yeah. or a lawmaker before we start conversing. Right. So uh, please include in there some information so we can figure out who you are. Right. Uh, we're not going to, but I strongly encourage people to plan on attending a Roundup in Oklahoma mm-hmm. uh, this coming spring. Uh, Roundup in your own area. That you you will see some things happen in Oklahoma this year, and they will be uh, hopefully the last year that they have Roundups in the same fashion that they do. Definitely, definitely. And uh, you know, also too, just for our listeners, I am going to be uh, including in the show notes all of the links to uh, Ned's website. Um, <clears throat> And Ned's video uh, channel on YouTube, and also, uh, you know, put a uh, his email address in there. But I'll construct it in a format that you know the spam bots won't get a hold of it, and you won't be you know inundated by nine bazillion emails for you know enlargement things and you know <laughs> mail order oh, yeah. wives and you know, all that other great stuff that we always get through the internet. <laughs> I'm still uh, I'm still paying for the press release about that video. My email has not operated correctly since. Mm-hmm. Facebook shut me down for some time, and really? my email I because I sent that press release out in proper press release format right, uh, right. to several thousand media outlets. Um, it was considered spam. I mean, nobody can send out that much email. Right. And they still haven't lifted 100% of my uh, slap on the hand off. So it's difficult for me to receive and send some attachments at this moment. But, uh, I would strongly suggest anybody that can uh, go to our uh, Facebook page uh, and look at past posts mm-hmm. and go to the YouTube. You, you can do the press release yourself. Right. I have specific directions. I, if you can get this into your local media, mm-hmm. I don't care if it's a big paper, small paper, the television, what have you. 
people do not know that animals' mouths are being sewn shut in the United States and being placed on display, and people are paying to have their photo taken with an act of felony <clears throat> animal cruelty wrapped around their necks. Right, right. And, you know, and one of the other big things, too, was, you know, somebody uh, one time had asked me, oh, well, you know, they say it's only a 1,000 or so rattlesnakes. I said, no, you don't understand. It's thousands of pounds of rattlesnakes. And an average rattlesnake weighs maybe three pounds. Yeah. That got their attention. They're like, "Oh, well, I thought it was just a couple thousand." I said, it, "Okay, say it was just a couple thousand. What do, you know? What difference does it make?" It's like, it, what difference does it uh, make when they're having when they can't find them easily anymore, and they're bringing them from other states? Yeah. Yeah. When when they're wiping them out in an area, God. that they're not helping anymore. These roundups were initially founded because there was a quote unquote need for it. Right. And there was a quote unquote surplus of these animals herding cattle and so forth. Mm -hmm. Now, I mean <laughs> that's that's nuts. Yeah. It's, uh, no, there's definitely no necessity for it whatsoever. The, at this point they're just flat out hurting them. Right. They're they're hurting the species as a species. Exactly. Now, then, is there any uh, closing thoughts that you would like to uh, share with our listeners as far as uh, anything that's going on for you in the upcoming future here? Yeah, definitely. If uh, somebody is a good webmaster, it would be beautiful to see a website formed specifically in regards to rattlesnakes uh, with the uh, domain name uh, ERR.com, I believe it is. Uh, educate Rattlesnake Roundups or ERRnow.com, Educate Rattlesnake Roundups Now. I think it would be nice to see a website with a blog and a uh, forum on there outside of Facebook, uh, something that is on an individual server so that we don't have to deal with Facebook and Google Plus and so forth like that mm -hmm. uh, to get the word out there. And it's going to be a little bit more owned. Right. on Facebook. Um, it'd be nice to see somebody uh, monetarily support that project if somebody's in a position to do so and if somebody has the skills to set something like that up. It would be nice to see that happen if they felt as though it would be of value. But that way the general public would have one place to go on that one subject. Right. Versus right. now, every I, I look at the RAR the Rise Against Rattlesnake Roundup. Well, it's beautiful. Okay, it, it, it also sounds like it's confrontational. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And that that's not a complaint in any way, shape, or form. I mean, if they want confrontation, we can do that. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, we got to handle there. <laughs> it, I mean, I have. I, I went to jail and for trying to save. A building full of bats. I have no issue going to jail to help change laws in Oklahoma in regards to rattlesnakes. Right. And I certainly hope that there's plenty of other people out there that feel the exact same way. And so there you have it, folks. That was Ned Bruhan, uh the Skunk Whisperer. You've got the information now. You know, get out there, stop these rattlesnake roundups. They're disgusting events. Uh, one just uh, changed over from a kill roundup to being an educational show which is a great thing so we just need to get more education out there uh let these people know who we are that we're ready that we're willing to fight for this and with that being said 
As always, we are brought to you by Herpeticulture House Ezine, the only digital reptiles magazine. Please drop by herphousemag.com. That's herphousemag.com. And subscribe today. Uh, it's the only one. It's actually dedicated to the content and not the advertiser. So show some support. Show some love. You know, if you're tired of reading advertisements and want to read more content than advertisements, subscribe. Buy an issue. What's five bucks? All right. We'll see you next week in the Reptile Living Room. Mm-hmm.